0: Hey, welcome back to another episode of Toys on Tap. We are so excited for this guest all the way in from Iceland. Victor's Vintage comes on, talks about his past and toys, how he loves toys, and also getting kicked out of PowerCon. So you don't want to miss this. If you want more, toys on tap content you can always follow the instagram at toys on tap you can join us on tiktok at toys on tap if you want a little bit more where you get some merch sent to you you can support the show you can jump on our patreon we would love your support listen in to this week's toys on tap there we go awesome yeah dude hey
1: dude
0: hey. thanks for having me
1: it's
0: yeah. for the
1: wait it's like it's hey. like eight
0: o'clock at your time yeah life happens eight o'clock's not that bad i you know um there's been times i've gotten on with people in new zealand or australia and it's like 19 hour time difference so this is fine all right yeah <laughs> <Before you go. laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Um but uh, dude, I was so stoked to finally meet you at DCOM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking
1: it,
0: awesome, man. It's crazy that you fly. Do you fly out every year?
1: Yeah. Ooh. I think this is my this was my fifth.
0: Mm-hmm. D-Con. Yeah. So I'm stoked that you're on. Um and I did this like uh crazy snoop all the way through your Instagram because I like I always go through and look through all the stuff. But before we continue, can you introduce yourself and let us know who you are?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, My name is Victor, and um, I'm a a resin toy art, toy maker from Iceland. And my thing is called Victor's Vintage. Yeah, uh, I make all resin stuff, yeah.
0: Dope. (laughs) Uh, I have to ask. Iceland is small. You and I talked about how small Iceland is. Uh, yeah. What's the toy scene like in Iceland? It's very small. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, um, like real toy collectors. There are probably about thirty of us. Okay. In all in all of Iceland, like real toy collectors, it's probably like thirty
0: or forty people. And I know them all. (laughs) (laughs) What about... Hey, buddy. uh, (laughs) (laughs) What about, like, uh, so on top of toy collecting, toy makers, that that group must be even smaller, right?
1: Uh, Yeah. It's just um, in Iceland. uh, Well, I'm seeing more and more people making art that looks like toys. But as in resin toys, uh, I believe it's just me and... uh, my friend uh, Ao, uh, he his um his stuff is called Boot food Toys.
0: Oh, I've so to yeah,
1: it's, yeah, it's only it's only two of us.
0: So okay, which is that's, that's badass thing, yeah. to be one of two in an entire country. That's so sick.
1: Right, and like the whole population of Iceland is about three
0: hundred thousand. That's all of us. Mm-hmm. So. Damn, yeah. that's like <laughs> that's uh, that's like designer con right there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, as I, I I look through um, Instagram and I, I find that it looks like you started probably around two thousand fifteen. Yeah, and you've got um, a love for He-Man. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so tell me. Tell me. Like, let's walk through a little bit of the story of why you started. And then why he man?
1: All right. Um, since I was a kid, um, I loved almost every action figure toy line out there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I didn't grow up having a lot of stuff, so every time for Christmas, I just got a couple of action figures, and I always wanted more. So when I grew older, I, I still had that mentality of gotta collect them all. So yeah. I, so um, <laughs> so today I have um you know just just the love for ninja turtles and uh he-Man and all that stuff and um and around uh, it was 2012 I was thinking like I really want to make my own stuff mm-hmm. I want to make my own He-Man figure and I just started googling stuff and um the first thing that popped up was um the Bognar figure from Manor Monster Studios mm-hmm. um and I just contacted the guys, like, are you making your own stuff? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I am making my own stuff. And um, then uh, he just um, told me, like, his all, his yeah, he t- just sent me a list, like, this is what I use. Uh, I buy this and this. And so I just went on Amazon and eBay and I bought all this stuff and, and just started, yeah, taking human figures apart and making just, you know, those. What is it called? A galaxy Warrior knockoff yeah.
0: figures. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so and the uh, question yeah. it it sounds what's tough too. So I, I've I've been to Iceland and it seemed like everything is imported like crazy. Yes. And so it is as a kid, when you're growing up in this uh, uh, how old are you?
1: Uh thirty five.
0: Great. So you're like '90s, late '80s, perfect toy era. What are yes. toy stores like growing up as a kid? Are there a lot of toy stores there? Is it like two?
1: Uh, there were. Uh, there was this Icelandic toy store. We didn't have the big ones like you know Toys R Us or or, or K- was KB Toys in America? Yeah. yeah. Um, we had a toy store called Lake Byte. It was the only one. And we were pretty. Um, we kind of got stuff late, you know. So when I was a kid, uh, what they still had like on the shelves, they still had Thundercats figures in the year 1995. Wow! Just in the in the packaging, and and like the like the the sewer plays from Ninja Turtles was there, just in the years 94, 95. Mm-hmm. They still had all that stuff. So it. It came late, you know. I had to travel mostly by, you know, ship or
0: something. So it just yeah, it took months to get there. So yeah, and so I think I also want to like, most countries have bootleg toys, like countries like Mexico or China. Is that something that happened in Iceland or no?
1: um Nothing made here, but we had these kind of dollar, you know, dollar stores, and we had these. Um, you know, these knockoffs. Mm-hmm. And, um, but we never got the He-Man knockoffs. We mostly got... Um, are you familiar with uh, the line called Nightmare Warriors? These soldier figures?
0: No. Are they like G.I. Joe?
1: Uh, no, they were like bigger. They were like TMNT size. But okay. they were like... Uh, what do you call it? Yeah, They were like zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, army guys. Yeah. Really weird. I think they were made in I think it's China, but they were mostly sold in Iceland and Germany. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it's a rare stuff.
0: Awesome. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, what was crazy for a long time here is dollar stores would uh, sell like knockoff toll. I think they've all gotten in trouble, but they were selling like knockoff GI Joes and stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 That's okay. That's just Yeah. yeah. So you get into Manor Monster, sends you all this like data, and he's like, Hey, yeah. like it's time to start creating. Uh, and yeah. you stick with He Man, and your first collab is Care Bears.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's it called? The um, was it the Care Care man or yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a long time ago, dude.
0: Yeah, that <laughs> so, it was, yeah like 2015 so instagram is still fairly new at that time like all these things and because you're the only one in iceland at that time doing it what does that kind of feel like like did you know that you were the only one
1: um yeah i was i was pretty sure i was the only one okay from iceland um i uh there there were some guys that would like you know um making figures out of clay but not like action figures. So I believe I was the first guy from Iceland that's actually doing action figures made in resin, you know, playable action figures. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I got, um, minor, um, publicity, like in the newspaper in Iceland and stuff at that time. And it's like, it, it pops up now and then it's like, mm. there was this kind of uh magazine. That was doing. Um, it's, it was called uh, Sheath or *Haste*. Was the name of the. It was like. Um, what's the name of the the American uh, magazine that's like super, um, not dirty, but they're like,
0: trying to just. Oh, like *Hustler* yeah. or *Playboy*.
1: Uh no, not like. Oh, that will be awesome though. But. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I can't remember the name of it, but they were just kind of making making fun of people as in there was like, the, hey i want to make uh make a story about you and then it's like kind of uh like like i'm a scammer trying to make rubber figures mm. and making millions of like that's not true yeah <laughs> so yeah
0: that's dope why yeah I, magazine
1: good or bad i mean yeah
0: <laughs> i <it>, uh, <laughs> uh, get
1: noticed yes
0: yeah, and so you you start creating and you continue. And here's a a real honest question. I think so many of us function well because it's a community. So, yes. being solo and creating has it been tough over the years trying to like keep that spark alive and keep going? What's that like for you?
1: Um sometimes um like I I get an idea for a toy and uh, you never know if it's gonna you know be a hit or a miss. Mm. So it's like, okay, I'm, doing, I'm gonna put an X, X amount of time in this toy and I'm probably make about 30 figures. And then they sell out, It's like, and then I get questions like, can you do more? And that kind of, you know, it's kind of, how can you, I'm trying to explain uh, like, it's like chewing a chewing gum for a year and like you have to, you have to spit it out. Mm-hmm. So you get kind of, you get bored with the same idea over and over again. So um, it's mostly that. Just um, you want to keep on doing more stuff, but you're stuck in doing the most uh, you know, famous
0: stuff that you have. And it's
1: like, all right, it's yeah. getting kind
0: of, kind of boring. But but for the years, you it looks like you have hit on some of the biggest toy lines that are out there. You made uh, an incredible figure that has all the toy lines kind of in it. The all Saturday right. morning or Saturday monster.
1: Yeah, Saturday morning man. Um, I was um, I always wanted to make like a, a crazy mashup figure of everything that I loved as a kid. You know, just waking up Saturday morning, getting your Fruit Loops and watching Ghostbusters or mm-hmm. or He Man or Ninja Turtles and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, I just want to create this ball of nostalgia and uh, then i had it made um the first one was like huge figure it's like massive solid figure like pounds of resin mm-hmm. to make one of those and um i sold them in 2018 on designer con uh, they sold out thank god yeah and, <laughs> and <laughs> i was like my wife's gonna kill me like if i didn't sell him but
0: yeah um yeah but you i think that what people don't understand too is you're flying all this stuff over and so pounds matter in like luggage and stuff
1: they do i always bring them in hand luggage because they're like super fragile so every time i'm going through customs in america they're like is this your back sir i was like yeah and they open up it's like what it's like just full of toys like all my hand like it's just like bubble wrapped toys yeah i was like okay carry on
0: yeah there's no way they would ever care um (laughs) and, and it seems too like you have an affinity for um or this absolute love for like retro gaming as well oh yeah yeah yeah. as yeah and so as i was going through like old game boys you have nintendo figures old nintendo so you're kind of yeah. blurring some lines right toys and games how is that yeah is it just your passions all coming together
1: yeah um funny thing is like when i was growing up i didn't have any um yeah i didn't have any stuff so mm-hmm. uh, i always wanted to have a game boy the original one and the old NES and Super NES I never had it so now as an adult I have them all mm-hmm. and I just I don't know nostalgia is a crazy thing so yeah just kind of mash up stuff that I love and hopefully other people like it so they can buy it
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's a a quote in a movie uh have you seen the movie step brothers yes Okay, so there's a that there, quote that you basically just touched on. It's like, what if we had these when we were kids? Better yet, we got them when we're forty. Yeah. And it, and like you just <laughs> said that I didn't have it when I was a kid, but now I have all of them. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like, I, I I even I even told myself. Yeah. I I I, I was like, and I, I told my friends, I re, I remember it clearly. I was like, you know what? When I grow up. I'm going to have all the Ninja Turbo figures. And I did. It's like I didn't even, it's like I didn't grow up. I was like, now I'm just older. Yeah. And I have more money. (laughs) So it's like,
0: yeah. That's the, I think that's the problem. Yeah. I didn't, when I was a kid, I loved toys. And then I I took like a hiatus. And now it's this thing of like, I can get any toy I want. So now it's. Too many options because now it's like, but what do I want?
1: Yeah, and and even now it's harder to get like satisfaction out of it because like every time you're waiting on that big play set to come and you got it for Christmas, it's like, oh, it's like 200, and now he's like, oh, I'm gonna buy it. How much is it? Oh, about 300, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. So it's today, it's all about the hunt, yeah, it's like, and when and then when you get it, the I don't know. It, it, for me, it's like just the excitement of getting it yeah. is the best part.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, these are the figures I've been hunting for for a while.
1: Oh, uh, the um, street shark bootlegs.
0: Yeah. So I, the, uh, it, Ocean Warriors is what they're called. Ocean
1: Warriors.
0: Yeah. And there's four of them. And. Uh, yeah. You can't I can't find them like packaged but No.
1: I've only seen images online just but nobody has one.
0: Right. And so I like um the sucky part is I'm having to it's that hunt that you're describing, right? Like I have to order from people in Mexico or Australia because no one has them here and I can't find them.
1: Right. Yeah. I I've never seen one in Iceland or like in in Europe, I've only seen them online. Just guys posting them, like yeah, from America. Yeah. So are they are they Mexican bootlegs?
0: We interrupted this broadcast of toys on tap to bring you this. Meanwhile, in the galaxy of bootleg treasures. Dov two, we have engine failure. We must crash land on DKE Toy Planet. Oh my! We're doomed. Wait. Salvation! Boy. Hooray! We're saved! DLP two. Limited edition, custom artist-made action figures at DKE Toys. Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Boy. Hooray for custom action figures! DKE. Um, Mexican bootlegs. Um, but they there's when you type in Street Shark bootleg um these come up and then there's another one that's like an actual legit bootleg it looks like they just put a shark head on a body
1: oh uh do you know what uh the the body mm-hmm. uh, are you talking about the, the like the are like solid silver and black ones
0: um uh, maybe it's just like the weird like the head is way too big for the body whatever it is
1: yeah I, I think the body that uh, I think they're using um, the body from the Nightmare Warrior figures that I talked about the, the army figures. Okay, I I think I've seen those, and I was like, "Are these Nightmare Warriors?" And then it's just like the whole body, and they just put a yeah. shark hat on it,
0: and yeah, which is fun. Like I I love like the jankiness of that toy, but also yeah. it's so expensive. Those ones are it's like um yeah 70 to 120 if you can find them hmm and so uh, i just that, i can't do it that
1: that that that's that's our fault
0: yeah <laughs> we are
1: hyping, because we're we're hyping it so much i mean there's i mean they should be like two or three dollars yeah but we're like oh that stuff oh i remember that's so rare it's like is it is it really and then the, the eBay Prices just get up, and we are like, Oh, what have I done? A couple of years ago, uh, the Toxic Crusader line, nobody was paying attention to it. Mm. It's like, I believe uh, I started collecting Toxic Crusader figures in 2016, and they were like dirt cheap. I got like a carded Toxie for 20 bucks, mm. and now it's like almost $200. So.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. it is. I the hard part is um we to get like actual knockoffs, I have to work with certain people. Like there's a guy in Mexico that will sell them. Um and yeah. even his prices go up based on what we pay for them. I have two giant vinyl, like a He-Man and a Skeletor from Mexico. Um yeah. and when I first started like trying to find these things they were like 50 bucks a pop now they're like 75 100 and it's only getting worse
1: yep are you talking about the the um, like the the solid colored ones or like the painted ones
0: uh i'll send you a picture figures. i'll send you a picture later the solid color ones are the blow molds so it's like blow mold is the smaller one, and then the bigger one it's this weird soft vinyl, but it's fully painted. And so, Sweet. yeah, they're cool. Um, but I just like they're everything, it's our fault. You're right, everything's just going up in price, yeah. So, as you are producing, we get to a point where your love for He Man actually kind of gets you in a little trouble at Power Con, yes. Can you please Man. tell us that story? Man, it's a long story. <clears throat> that's perfect. Right. This is your episode, I'm... so that's perfect.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what year was that? Twenty could be twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. It's really blurry. But um okay, so that power con. I um I made a toy line like these mini figures called cocks of the universe, which are like small resin statues of he-man penises. So it's like he-man Skeletor, and then I made like an extender that extends. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, well, yeah, I just made made all the characters a stinkor that actually had a had a smell to it, mm. and um. So yeah, I, I brought those like blind backed and all that. <clears throat> and um, they they sold out. Like everybody was just like, oh do you have <laughs> do you have those cocks? It's like, yeah, yeah. And I I, I brought like a hundred or something. And I didn't notice until like later that day that every time you're on Instagram or Facebook and you and you hashtagged powercon, all the images were those penises like everybody's like, hey, I got those He-Man cocks, man. And I was like, okay, great. Then later um, on Sunday, PowerCon ended. And every year they have like um, an after party. And every year it's like the who's who of the He-Man world is there. It's like, you know, you have Pixel Dan, you have all the voice actors. Um, I mean, there were like actors from the, the 1987 movie there. And um, we were just like, everybody was just drinking and having a great time. But before that, uh, me and my wife, we, uh, we came up to the door where it was like 8.30. Uh, it was like the party was supposed to start at 9. And this guy came up and he was like, uh, can I help you guys? And I was like, um, this is supposed to be an after party. And uh, it was like, uh, there, there, there's no party here. I was like what? I was like no, no, no. Uh, there, there's, there has never been a party, and there's no party. And he was just like going on and on for about fifteen minutes, just like no, no. no. Like who are you guys? And that's like, ah, I'm just kidding. Be here at night. And it's like we're like, okay, what? Like why was he, like, like he doesn't know us. Like why was he ripping us for fifteen minutes straight? Mm-hmm. It was a real douchey move. But that guy was Val Staples, the owner of PowerCon. And so I got a taste of how he talks to people. Like he was really douchey. It's like, I'm not gonna do his voice. But, <laughs> but um, then later <laughs> then later on, we, we went and like, hey everybody, it's like we were just having fun. And I was having drinks with uh, a lot of guys, talking to Pixel Dan and stuff. And then I sat down um, and I was talking to some guys and then Val Staples, Sat down next to us, and and he was like, "Hey, how's it going?" But I'm sorry, about it. I'm ripping on you, man. I'm just kidding. I was like, "Yeah, no, no sweat." It's like, and then I can't remember his name. I think his name is. I'm not gonna name drop him. But he was like, "Hey, Val, have you seen this guy's penises? Fucking awesome!" He's like, "What?" Like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show, show him the pictures." And they were showing Val stables like <laughs> every. Photo of the cocks And he was like, Are you are you selling those? I was like, Yeah, yeah. At my convention? I was like, Yeah. Okay. It's like, and th- then he's just starting like being really hostile. And it was like, you know what? Uh, you Europeans, you just don't get it. Like, we we Americans are not um, we don't sell sex and uh, we are not selling penises. And I was like, I don't know i was like oh, i'm sorry it's like i was just and then my wife went ape shit and they almost got in a fight she's like how dare you talk to my husband this way and, and it's like uh yeah it was a whole scene it was it was crazy but but he was just i i i apologized like i didn't want to offend anybody i didn't want to offend him by having his convention connected to something that I made that wasn't like a PowerCon exclusive or anything like that. But yeah, he uh, he was not happy. And um, then afterwards, <laughs> uh, yeah, well, they, they didn't get in a fight, but they were arguing crazy and everybody was just, just like, just kind of <laughs> the party. Just I was like, everybody was just like having fun and like drinking. And then everybody noticed that they were just almost fighting each other and everybody's just dead silent like all eyes were on them and i was just like oh (laughs) shit this is crazy but yeah so i was banned from powercon and uh i didn't get thrown out but i almost got thrown out
0: that's uh, crazy that which hey first and foremost Your wife sounds like a baller. That's so dope that she was yelling at that guy. Um, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But I think that's so crazy. Like, I hate when – because that's like a form of – it feels like a form of racism. Like, you Europeans are like – which is such a stupid thing.
1: Yeah, I was like, we don't have to go there. But, I mean, I was at his – convention so i'm i'm i was not gonna you know yeah give him any shit about it i was like i I told him i was sorry and um i didn't know that like i i didn't want to bring any you know it it always like on the contract that you get if you're a um a vendor or an exhibitor it's like it you're you're not supposed like you you can't bring anything that's um you know um Mm -hmm about rape or or sex. Mm-hmm. And um and making these co- comedy, you know cocks, that's just I don't know, it's just silly. It's not, you know, supposed to be sexy or, you know,
0: yeah. Violent. And, I, and it's uh I cause I saw the bags and you couldn't even see the toy inside of them.
1: No, they were blind bags.
0: Yeah. So yeah it's crazy that someone would be so upset about a blind bag. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, when, when they were walking by and checking out my booth, the, uh, the, the people, they had their kids, and, you know, you couldn't,
0: you couldn't see them because they were like, well, okay. and But then they bought them anyway. So, How funny. Yeah. just Just so you know, there is probably someone in the world right now that bought their kid thinking it was just a He-Man toy. And they're playing with a little resin cock. <laughs> <laughs> By the power of grace, go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy jeez. So easy. Thanks, I'm, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy that you you got banned from a whole convention. I didn't think that was possible. But hey, you're at DesignerCon, so it doesn't like you're at the uh, bigger one. Thursday night, night, 7 p.m. Live. YouTube Live, it's Toys Alive! Live. Toys, Toys Alive! Live. Toys Alive! Toys Alive! This way cool artist unboxing. No way. Accounts under a thousand followers. What? Art out there for 30 bucks or less. Collector spotlight. Ooh, collectors. Current and upcoming shows and drops. Sure. Giveaways. Oh, what? Short chats with artists. <laughs> <laughs> and news from the hood. Yes. 100% indie all the time. That's, That's Toys, Toys Alive! Alive. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. PST, YouTube Live.
1: Yeah, my, my last uh, PowerCon, um, no, it was the, the year before. Like, that's the first time I met Dov, Dov Kelmer at DKE Toys. Mm-hmm. He, was, um, ha- he had some stuff on my booth because me, me and Scott Cherry, uh, Barbarian Raids, we, we uh, two years in a row, I believe two or three years in a row, we, ha- we were sharing booths at PowerCon. And this one year, uh, Scott contacted me. He was like, "Hey, do you want um, This guy, Dove, he he wants to be a part of it. It was like, "Yeah, yes, yeah, sure, sure, sure." Uh, I I thought he was a toy maker, but and I was we were just chatting, and we we got along fine. He was like, "Dude, you should uh, you should go to uh, Designer Con." I was like, "Oh, it's like yeah, it's it's way bigger than this." And uh, yeah, Dove uh, was a uh, he was not a fan of of PowerCon. Just. It was just, you know, small and just, just, just about He-Man. So he was like, well, I'd rather do something else.
0: Yeah. So. And you, um, that was the first time you met. And at what point did you start doing, uh, runs with Dove? Cause you, I've seen that your work has been, he sold, uh, bigger runs. And then he, this past year, I think he sold, uh, for the arcade show that wasn't there, uh. An NES cartridge or something.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I, I made like yeah, a limited edition of five. It was uh the the Super Boss NES, mm-hmm. so like a resin cartridge, and then on the back you had the figure. Yeah. Neat stuff. Yeah.
0: And then Star so, Wars sells. Yeah, <laughs> it does, dude. It does so yeah. well. Um, did you? When did you start working with Dove? Was it right after you met him at PowerCon?
1: Yeah, it was about like um a couple of months after mm-hmm. um, I made uh the first run of the OJ Simpson figure. And um he is like, Oh, I didn't know you were making Simpson stuff. I was like, No, no, no it's my first my first Simpson figure. He was like cool, like hit me up. And and then we just talked and and um then I realized like, oh he um Dov is actually pretty he's he's a big deal in this in this resin toy art world so uh he was helping me out so much and he was just like hey, just contact me and i'll send you blisters and and because i didn't know where i you know at that point i didn't buy any blister i, I wasn't doing blister packaging just that uh, you know a hatter, her mm-hmm. and stuff so so he um helped me a lot so uh i owe him my life
0: no yeah <laughs> <laughs> So and you you kept producing and at some point you created Sharkade. Yes. So.
1: Was,
0: uh... Well, I love Sharkade. I, I got to say because it has Thanks. the arms and the head. So uh, if you didn't know, like I'm in love with Street Sharks, and Sharkade awesome. reminds me of Street Sharks.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Sharkade figure uh, is kind of my love letter to. Street Sharks because I love Street Sharks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's um, it's a it's a love letter to Street Sharks and Toxic Crusaders. It's ca- has this kind of a TMNT feel to it, but still has a uh, you know that crazy shark mm-hmm. face, you know, with the big teeth and all this. Stuff. And uh, yeah, it's like it it just started out as um, just making fun words like arcade sharkate, <laughs> cool. and then I was like, hey, maybe this could be a cool figure, so. Um, uh, my, my friend, Ayo, at Bootfoot Toys, he, he mashed something together just to make the... I, it sucks that I'm not home, so I can show you the... Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, anywho, uh, he, he 3D 3D printed a couple of figures for me. And then afterwards, I contacted um, a guy from Argentina. I can't remember his name. I'm so sorry. But... Uh, he, he made a, a new sculpt for me that, that that that's the new vinyl figure i have today and it's it, it looks insane it's so good i could i could have never hand sculpted because i'm not a 3d guy I, i'm not a technology guy mm-hmm. i only like you know work with clay and vac wax and all that stuff so when i got the prototype it was just like like crazy it's so good it's like i was so happy um to have that Toy like I I always want to make like an original action figure because it's really hard to make something you know original mm-hmm. and try to push it on people so it has to have something that you can like cling on to so, oh it's kind of reminds me of this and this and this so because I mean it's really hard to do something today that hasn't been done before so so it's kind of an original idea
0: so, yeah and it looks. It looks great. And then you what's interesting is you said that you don't um because we talked a little bit about it at DesignerCon. You don't produce that in another country. It's soft vinyl from the US, right?
1: Yes, yes. Um I I can't um do you know Ben Spencer from Kalexor? Uh yeah, yeah. The vinyls like space figures.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh yeah. Ben, uh he. I was talking to him uh, about the vinyl process, and mm-hmm. he actually, you know what? I'm uh, I'm talking to a guy named Paul, and uh, he has a like a small run in the U.S. called Mile High Sophopy, so you could contact him. So I did, and uh, it was really smooth. Like it was like it's really hard to talk straight to China or Japan because something gets lost in the translation. So he took care of everything like because the molds were made in Japan and then they got shipped over to Denver and he's pulling them there at his um, workstation. And then he has to ship it to me. And, uh,
0: which is incredible.
1: Yes. Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, do you paint? So a, a lot of, um, um, I saw them at designer they're blank. Do you paint them ever? Or do you send them out to be painted?
1: Um, this is the I was debuting the first so the first was this toxic ooze just solid neon green figures and I wanted them just to be blank Mm -hmm. and the next run I will do a various maybe glow in the dark colors and then I'll paint the eyes in and and, and the teeth
0: like perfect uh, yeah yeah (laughs) so here uh is a question this is like it's a because I've seen Sharkade come up before on other pieces you've made. You've made the little ones. Yes. that are on um a resin NES cartridge and Yeah. So with like you must be really proud of this because it's a character that you've taken like and now it's a big like the the Safubi is not small. Like it's big. And so you Yeah, like,
1: it's, it's- chunky chunky figure
0: (laughs) yeah do you can do you see yourself continuing sharkade all the way up until whenever
1: oh yeah yeah uh i'm actually planning on um doing a um maybe not in vinyl but i'm going to continue like using this mold to make color variants and Mm. the next thing i want to do for this line of toys is uh, a vehicle and um it's probably just going to be like 3D printed, like limited edition of five or something, but I'm going to have um, maybe a, a huge tank called shark tank. And and it will have like you know, shooting missiles. And and I, I also want to have like a trash can on top that you can swing like, and I want to make my own slime. I have a recipe to make like perfect, you know, oozy TMT slime. So I'm going to have like canisters like that comes with it. And so it's like a, Playset slash vehicle thing
0: and that sounds incredible that sounds so good I, um i am always interested you know the toy scene has changed even since i've been in i've only been in it since 2020 and it's oh, really yeah so very short amount of time okay um but it has changed already in the two years that i've been a part of it And it seems like people are producing like vehicles and worlds and play sets and they're going bigger and bigger. And so I'm always excited when people have new ideas.
1: Yeah, and, and they're executing like their ideas are coming out perfectly because when I started in 2014 and then it like kind of rolled in 2015, like everybody was just doing, you know, silicone molds and bootlegging stuff. I mean, I didn't know anybody that was like doing these crazy sculpts in 3D and printing out whole figures with articulation and Mm -hmm. play sets. And and, yeah, now like uh, all these uh, 3D sculptors, they were like doing something else in like these 3D, you know, I don't know anything about technology, but they kind of just, you know what, I'm going to make my own toys. So these crazy sculptors are just like, like creating like every single one of these figures look like they could be from a factory yeah like this awesome playmates scott hendsey kind of you know feel to him like crazy like you know
0: sculpts yeah yeah and it's 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 crazy to think like um have you seen making a mutant yep
1: yeah, i um they actually gave me one of those prototypes the awesome. guy with fish head, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, I. He's like, eh, take one. I was like, I can't. I like, yeah, it's okay. I was like, it's it, it, insane.
0: Yeah. What's the they, name of it? Uh, Making a mutant. So that it's um, Dimension X, and uh, so, yes, yeah, where you At-Poxy. were. Yeah, right in front of your booth was them. Yeah. And they epoxy crusader. Yeah, and then gorehounds. Gorehounds. Yeah. Yeah. And they so uh, good. So just so good. like they produce. It's crazy. You know, we've wanted to have an episode with everyone because they're producing. They're all sculpting from around the world.
1: Yeah. Like this one guy from what was like Paris. He was like doing one arm. The mm-hmm. other guy was doing one leg and they're just like masking it together. It's like a, so good.
0: Yeah. So good. Which is so dope. So looking over yeah. Victor's vintage and your entire history and toys and all those things. Where do you see yourself heading in the next couple of years?
1: Um I want to see how far I can milk this Sharkade thing. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, mean, <laughs> I mean because I, I enjoy it way more than like doing you know, taking other people's ideas because I know it will sell because it's already established brand. But like I like I, I'm more proud of doing my own ideas and and like having a line of them so so uh hopefully uh the shark Aid thing will do good i mean there was have, did you try the video game for Sharkade?
0: i didn't uh, even know there was a video game
1: oh really oh dude i have to send you a link it's a uh, the small like nes beat 'em up kind of game it's a it's not like a short game but awesome. it's a game nonetheless <laughs> yeah yeah, so I so yeah, you know, I have I have a video game, I made the parks for it. Like I made my own slammers and parks. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah. That's cool. I, I love original characters. I love the worlds that get built. So I'm I'm stoked to see yeah. that. Um, I and I love the way that you say it. That you're trying to you're going to milk it as long as you can. That's a good way <laughs> to say that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I believe everybody, like, at at Mattel and and, and, uh, all these big corporations, like, you have to milk it.
0: Yeah. Don't you stop. You keep going. So, uh, Mm -hmm. the last part of this podcast is usually about the artist plugging everything um, about them. Where they're going to be, how we can get toys from you, all those things. So, plug it away.
1: All right. right. Um, Yeah, you can. Uh, check all uh, check out my stuff at uh Victor's vintage on Instagram um usually um people just contact me and I'll just message them from there but um my store is um Victor's vintage at store and no com. Mm-hmm. victor's vintage that's my store so um but if you find something that isn't there i could probably make it for you so and um as for where I am, like I'm in Iceland, so nobody's here, <laughs> but <laughs> um hopefully next year I'll be doing more toy shows in america um i've I've done um toycon in las Vegas. I did that in two thousand nineteen that was awesome. so hopefully, if they do toycon next year, I will be there and um yeah, I don't know.
0: <laughs> dude thank you so much for being on toys on tap
1: dude thank you so much for having me man it's like it's really weird like coming back to iceland then i had to switch my brain and over to icelandic and then all of a sudden i've been talking icelandic all day and then i have to talk do an interview in, in english it's really yeah it's hard but i i hope i uh, Got the words out yeah
0: i was <laughs> when i visited in 2017 there was um i was shocked by the amount of people that like we walked in and they immediately like oh god you're american like we're gonna speak english don't worry and so right? i was <laughs> i was honored and then um there was this old guy walking down the street that out of nowhere started speaking icelandic and i didn't know how to tell him like i don't i don't know what's happening here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it was, it was cool. yeah i i loved it there it was it was cool it's a small community but it was so dope to be there yeah, yeah.
1: it's a nice place
0: Finally, a reason to go back to the office, introducing Nine to Five Warriors, an exciting new toy line created for the Toys R Us kid that never grew up. Offering 10 unique characters that are perfect for your cubicle or home office. The Nine to Five Warriors are available through Big Bad Toy Store. Join the battle alongside Major Eraser and the Water Cooler Commandos as they keep the peace. Or wreak havoc with Colonel Custard and the Break Room Bandits. Choose your side as these two forces clash over total office domination. It every day from 9
1: to 5. Warning, do not leave unattended. Each figure sold separately. When you punch out, they come punching in.